So welcome to another episode of Thrive Talks. We three weeks running. How you guys doing today? Doing great, man. I had a blessed day. Beautiful. How about you, Jay? It's a good day. Good day. That's good. That's good. So today's topic is uh, self-love. And uh, I believe self-love is the most important love. Because as they do say, you need to love yourself first in order to love anybody else. If you don't know how to love yourself, how can you love someone else? So my first question to both of you gentlemen is, what does self-love mean to you? Self-love means to me everything. And what I mean by that is, if you remove self-love from the world, everybody be fighting, misguided. Um, they won't recognize other people's love. They won't know when to give love. They won't know, you know, the response. Self-love to me is an elixir. It is your secret weapon. If you have that, you have the foundation and you can build from there. Um, it's a very powerful thing. And it gives you the ability to be a better father, better brother, better son, better friend, better everything. Self-love covers everything, every base. Um, if you have self-love and you're on your way to work, you're most likely going to kill that day. Most likely you're going to kill your workout. Most likely you're going to complete every task that you have because you are driven within yourself from a place that is healthy, from a place that brings peace of mind. You've figured yourself out. You know exactly what you're going to do. You walk with confidence. You walk with conviction because you have self-love. I think it runs everything. It controls every aspect of your life and it glows. It shows. You can tell when you're talking to somebody that they have love for themselves. You can tell wh whether they take care of their nails or, you know, everything. So um, that's what I would say to that. That's what it means to me. And uh, I tend not to want to mess with people that don't have self-love. <clears throat> the, the recent, the last person I was dating, the biggest problem we had was I love myself and she didn't love herself. So we kept clashing and, and I'm not one to keep clashing. We're not going to do that. So, you know, if I got to fix you, if it's a, if, I gotta, if you're broken and not, you expect me to fix that, I'm sorry, you should have came ready. Remember, we talked in the past about buying an appliance and plugging it in. You want it to work. You don't want it to, to come to your house broken, kind of like we had our issue with the, the bad piece of equipment. Um, you know, so it's like plug and play. When you, when you, when it comes to relationships or when it comes to, uh, even a friendship with somebody, like a, a, a good friend, like a brother, if he lacks self-love, then you guys are also going to clash. You're also going to come into conflict or, with certain issues. So it's important to me to be surrounded by only people that practice self-love on a daily basis. <clears throat> That's good, Drew. What about you, Jay? What does self-love mean to you? It's just what it says. It's loving oneself. And you can tell if someone has self-love. What, what they're doing on a daily basis. You go to the gym, eat out. Uh, are you trying to do something to uplift yourself? Are you trying to get some knowledge? Are you trying to get some understanding? So self-love is important. So self-love to me is everything. Because without self-love, who are you? Mm -hmm. No one can give you the love that you need to give yourself. That's the critical aspect. Give the love that you need to yourself so that someone else can show you you're basically showing someone else how to love you. Right. By what you, how you love yourself. Mm. Some people don't love themselves. And then they're looking for somebody else 
to treat them or love them better than they love themselves. No, you must be in love with yourself. Loving yourself, loving your imperfections, loving your strengths, loving everything about you because we are unique individuals. So sometimes you might be like, well, I don't do this that well. Okay, that's fine. But look what you do well. Well, I went through this and I have all this trauma. I got, no, that's fine because that makes you who you are. You're now able to relate to different individuals all the time because of what you went through. So don't suppress it. Don't hide from it. This is you. And if you love yourself, you love everything that you went through and you love everything that you are now. So that's self-love to me. It's, it's, it's different because, and it's difficult sometimes because it's easier to love things or people outside of you than it is to love yourself. Like if my little nephew is sick, I'll tell him to take a hot bath or, you know, have this sleep right and, you know, drink a lot of water. But yet when you try to apply the same knowledge to ourselves, we, we don't do it. Right. We kind of, you know, stay up late or, or, you know, just kind of go with the flow too much to the point where we're sacrificing our health. I believe self-love is super important, but also, also it can, it can be, you know, trouble to find self-love. Right. So my, my second question is what are some ways one can love themselves more? Um, when I, when I hear that question, I think about like when, when I started my journey, I knew I had a big problem within myself. I, I did hate myself and I started in the bathroom with the mirror. I talk a lot about that because you can cover a lot with that mirror. Um, looking at yourself, you're looking at your features, you're studying your eyes, your, your lips, you're studying everything. And basically I, I found a way to say, you know what? You a sexy motherfucker, you know? You, you have the looks, you have this and that, um, you lack this, you kind of point out your, your, your flaws too. And that's okay because now that you're aware of them, you can fix them. You can adjust things. And so, um, the question was, uh, just say that in question again, just so I can stay on point. What are some ways one can love themselves more? Yeah. So ways to love yourself more self-care. Um, I always, I live by, you know, self-care is how you take your power back. Um, practicing, you know, doing things that like take care of your skin, take care of your home. The, the home is huge because you're, you're spending the most time in your home. That's where you reside. You're probably going to spend most of your life there. So you might as well deck out your house, you know, put some plants in there and stuff. And, uh, like I made myself that studio, that's my laundry room. I wasn't supposed to have a studio. I did that out of self-love because I needed a place to go. I needed a place to go and call to my office. I needed a place to go to go to work for, for a song or do some work with my kids or, or just be left, like have the world leave me alone. Um, I did all of that out of self-love. And I knew like it, now wherever I go, I, it's a requirement. I need that room, that office, that space, because that's my, my zone where, where it's me time. It's dad's time. And, um, you know, Ways to, to practice self-love, surround yourself with people that also practice self-love. That's another one. Uh, um, don't do anything that is poisonous. Don't do anything that could lead to negativity. Don't put yourself in situations where you're vulnerable. 
where negativity could be a possibility. Um, you got to protect yourself and protect your energy and protect your time. And um, I think that those are the best ways to practice self-love. Okay, good. What about you, Jay? What are some ways one can love themselves more? Two things that are going to make you better. Wake up. If you know taking a walk makes you feel better, then take a walk. If going to the gym makes you feel better, go to the gym. Do things that are not detrimental to yourself, and that's going to build you up. Because it's all about building yourself up. For example, when I got cancer, I was, I was broke down. I had to practice self-love to build myself back up. Is it a long process? Yes. But once you start actually loving and taking care of yourself, you become addicted to it. Mm. And if anybody that comes in your path that doesn't align, you're not willing to accept the BS because you love yourself that much. And I tell people, I say, they say, you're in love with yourself. I say, that's a compliment because that's what you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be in love with yourself as well. You're just, you're not understanding that how someone can love themselves because you don't. And it's in, in, in life, you've got to love yourself because chances are, who else is, mm. right? Every day you go out and you say, you know what, I love who I am. And then that builds your confidence because you love who you are. Confidence is just who you are. And you respect it, you embrace it, and you love it. So self-love, doing things that's just going to build some confidence. It may be reading a book. It might be listening to a podcast. It might be doing a podcast where it's maybe therapeutic. You know, every day, every time I do with this podcast, I say I feel better. I get to release everything that I thought about. And what's funny is if I talk to a person on a one-on-one, I might not be able to release it. But once it comes to on the podcast, it's just, it's like I'm laying on the couch and I'm just, whatever that's troubled me, whatever's bugging me, I'm going to say it. And I don't think about being judged, even though I know people are going to watch it because mm-hmm. I love myself so much that I got to give myself some therapeutic, some, something therapeutic for my heart and my soul. So when you're talking about self-love, if, if someone doesn't have it, then you better watch yourself around them mm. because they don't care about what they're doing. They'll take you down too. They'll take you down. They don't care what they're putting in their body. They don't care if they're going to do something that's detrimental because if they don't love themselves, why would they love you? So that's self-love. Another thing I'd say is like do things that you promise yourself, right? If I do the things I promised myself, if I tell myself I'm going to do the podcast on this day or I'm going to drop a video on this day or I'm going to finish this this task on this day, I develop more confidence as I do those things. And as I do those things, I develop more self-love. Another thing is listening to yourself, right? No one can tell you what to do. No one can tell you what move to make, right? That's like a big mistake I made like for a while. I would look to everybody else. Drew, what should I do, Drew? Drew, tell me, please. Yeah, Jay, what should I do? You know what I mean? And no one can tell you because no one's you, right? They can just give you an idea. They can give you an opinion, an opinion that that they formulated, but it's not going to be your opinion. And you have your own signal, right? 
discipline's helping me a lot. And it's also where I know I can tighten up the bolts to love myself more, right? I can appreciate myself more because I stick to the things I say I'm going to do, right? Let me interrupt you real quick. Uh, it's contracts. Signing contracts with yourself. And most people, they lie to themselves. They sign the contract and then they don't, they don't do it. And they're okay with it. And they're okay with <clears throat> it. So once you say you're going to do something and you're going to commit, it must be a commitment. Because I tell people, I said, you didn't let me down. You let yourself down. If you didn't fall through, if you didn't go through it, that's not on me. It's on you. Like, I don't really care. This was for you. Yeah, this is for you. Like, when you start thinking about all these things that you're doing in life are for you, mm. that's where the self-love comes. And it's like, you know what? How do I treat myself? Do I treat myself with respect? Because if I don't, then why would anybody treat me with respect? Oh. They won't. They watch how you treat yourself. If you take care of your, your space, I know you value your space. If it's messy and it's, well, we, we know you don't care. Mm. So everything is, you sign a contract and you're saying, this is what I'm going to do. I'm not going to break the contract. And not only am I not going to break the contract, I'm probably going to sign some more contracts. I have a question. Yes. So we've all been there. We've made contracts with ourselves, but then we broke the contract for one reason or the other. Life happens. You know what I mean? Something happens and you didn't live up to, the, to your own expectations. Now, in that moment, you have two choices. You can either be hard on yourself to the point where it beats you down, or you can forgive yourself and keep moving forward and then to live another day. Now, what's the importance of being hard on yourself? Like, when is it okay to be hard on yourself? And when is it important to just let things go and be, you know what? I know I made a mistake and, you know, I'm going to get back on the horse and do it one more time and do it the best way. I know I can. See, we're, we're going, right? This is going back to the balance of last, of last one, right? You, you got to be hard on yourself to a certain extent, but you can't be overly hard on yourself. Hmm. Because then it's going to destroy your confidence. Right? You got to realize, okay, you know what? My standard is higher. I don't know why I fell short. I'm disappointing in myself because disappointment leads to change of direction. Right? You got to be disappointed that you didn't live and you didn't honor your thing. Yeah. If you said you're going to do it, you, you, you lied to yourself. Yeah. So that, that's critical. It's like, okay. <laughs> Be hard on yourself for a certain extent. Then after that and say, okay, it's over with now. Mm. And it won't happen again. Don't let it stop you from moving forward. No, right. nothing, should, nothing should stop you from moving forward. Nothing. Bad, good, or whatever. You got to keep going. Just like when we spoke about with the bicycle. You know, you want to keep your balance, you got to keep pedaling. You can't stop. Because once you stop, you're going to tip over anyway. So you have to keep going. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how bad it is. There's been times where I didn't want to go. <clears throat> I didn't want to keep going. And you're going to fall off the bike. For sure. You know what I mean? You're learning, with like, you know, you're learning how to ride a bike. So you might fall off a few times. You, pick that thing back up and get back on and keep riding. Right? I also think it's crucial that you draw a line. And the line is respect. So if you're hard on yourself, that's fine. But are you being respectful to yourself? Are you... You know, if you go too far being hard on yourself and you start disrespecting yourself, now you're, it's like you're taking your, your, your energy out 
of mm, yourself. Very true. And you open Outward. it up. You open it up. Now you're vulnerable for more, more shit. Mm. And every little thing that you're doing wrong is now you're going to nitpick and it's going to cave. The walls are going to cave in. Yes. So this is why I have this rule. Oh, it's okay man. to be hard on yourself and focus, but you have to have respect for yourself. So if I'm hard on myself, okay, cool. Call yourself out. Hold yourself accountable. But just make sure that you're still calling yourself a sexy motherfucker while you're doing it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, um, what was I going to say? Okay, so the most broken portion of my life when I was the most broken, I had the most friends. And now that I've practiced self-love, I have two friends. Maybe, well, let's say four now. <laughs> so what I mean by that Thanks, is... We think people are our friends when we're, when we're hurting because they're also hurting and then they surround themselves with you and you guys are creating this little community of, of pain and suffering, that, but you vibe together. And when the music stops, when the lights are gone and everything's done, they are not your friends. They don't care. They don't call. They don't text. They don't do shit. They don't even check to see if your kids are okay. No one gives a shit, but next Friday, they'll give a shit again. So that was my life. And then once I started practicing self-love, and having respect for myself, where were they? In the wind, because they weren't. They were still trying to do the same thing. They wanted to come back for that pain and pleasure, but I couldn't offer it to them anymore. So again, you have to understand that when we do these things to practice self-love and build ourselves up, people are definitely not going to roll with us, and we can't expect them to come along the journey. For sure. That's a great point. I look at it like this. <clears throat> Visualize what you want to be and how you're going to be and work with your way backwards. Like I see myself at the end and what do I got to do to get there? Mm. Obviously it's by doing what I said I want to do. That's non-negotiable. If I say I'm going to do a podcast, I'm doing a podcast. I'm doing a cookbook. You'll see, well, you will see a cookbook. Now it may be a little bit delayed, but you will see it. You know, you're definitely going to see what I'm saying. You're going to see what I, what I, the cookbook, whatever I'm doing, because I did the contract with myself. You know, every day you must build yourself up. No one's going to build you up. Don't tear the bricks down. Don't build the wall and then tear the bricks down. Take mm. the bricks down. Keep building on top of that, that structure. Don't, don't, oh, you know what? I screwed up. I'm just going to just throw the whole thing in, in the garbage now. Mm. You can't do that. You got to say, okay, you know what? I made a mistake. I maybe laid the one brick wrong, but I didn't lay the whole structure wrong. So it's like, you know what? I just got to fix that brick and then we're going to keep building. It's about building yourself. Every day, you should be more built up than you were the day before. Mm. And the next week before, you should be built up because you know, oh, I learned something new. I said what, what I said what I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. I have standards. And they talk about, I listened to one guy, he said, what's the difference between goals and standards? He said, goals. They're, no, they're negotiable. Standards are not. If you say, you know, I'm not, I'm not drinking, that means I'm not drinking. I don't care if everybody in the room is drinking. I'm not because that's my standard. A goal, could, it could move. Mm. Like how they talk about moving, uh, moving the goalposts. It moves. Sometimes your goal might be, oh, I want to be the number one podcast in the world. And then that switches. Maybe I, I like this now. But your standards will always stay the same. It's like, if someone treats me in this way, I don't care who they are, that's non-negotiable right there. You have to have non-negotiables. The people that have no standards, 
They have nothing. It doesn't matter what you say to them or do to them. They don't care. Mm-hmm. They move it all the way around because there's no standards. So I look at a person and when they're saying no, I know they got self-love. I know that. Mm-hmm. Because it's like they could just flow with everybody. When they're saying no, that means they care about themselves more than what you think about them. Mm-hmm. You, can't, you can't allow someone's opinion to have to guide you like the GPS. That's not the case. You should be guiding yourself. You should be listening to your own intuition. You should be listening to your own heart and saying, this is the thing that I desire in the world. And I don't care what anybody else says, but I love myself to go get it. While I'm going through this journey, there's been people that buy you into yourself like that. This because I am. I love myself. Right. And if I could love myself more, I would. Because loving myself, now that is like how we talked about last time, the Wi-Fi. You do see the Wi-Fi because I love myself. And I'm not going to do anything that's going to be a detriment to myself because I love myself. So self-love is the most important thing. When you're talking about confidence, when you're talking about any decision-making, you're going to say, do you love yourself? You're eating that food. Do you really love yourself? Because you know it's poison. Do you drink? Uh, do you love yourself? If you love yourself, you won't do that. If you love yourself, you won't do drugs. You won't. So the people that are feeling that way and doing these things, mm. it's just because they're trying to avoid who they are. They don't want to look in the mirror. It's like looking at that mirror that's a blur. When you go to like you know, when you go to these haunted houses and stuff like that, and it doesn't show the real image. It's an escape. It's escape. So yeah. when you take these things that cloud your mind, it's just to run away from who you are. Yeah. And the sad thing is, you can't because you are you. It's a compounding effect too, right? If I start loving myself and I start saying no to drinks, then I start saying no to this, then I start saying no to the party, then I start. It compounds. Now I'm moving faster, quicker, and I'm moving in the right direction. And that's how people get in a hole as well. So if you start saying, you know what, I feel stressed, I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna take this up, right? Or I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, um, I'm gonna say yes to this party. I'm gonna, you know, uh, whatever, right? Whatever comes my way, I'm just gonna say yes because life is too stressful and I need to de-stress and this is my way of doing it. And now you're digging a hole the wrong way, right? Both way compounds. So those little movements, right? I started, and nothing happens overnight either. Like, even if I said no to drinking tonight, that's one night. Great. I made that step. Now, I'm going to see results in time. It's like, I remember Jay was telling me, like, you know, you might catch a guy walking, right? And it's just walking. But then you close your eyes, you open them now, he's like 10,000 steps in. He's all the way up there. It's just like one little step at a time, right? It's not you know, the gusto right away. So you just got to know that, you know, I'm putting this work in, it's going to pay off. But this is the longevity. I'm in it for the long haul, not the short term. If you think about it too, it's, it's the same thing, it's tortoise and the hare. Yeah. The hare, is, the hare went out quick, but the tortoise still won. It doesn't matter how fast you're developing, as long as you're developing. <laughs> progress is progress. As long as you're not taking a step back, you can't 
You can't expect to be at the lower end and then all of a sudden you're at the highest end. It's, it takes progression. You're continuously progressing to get to where you want to be. Right. So it's like, I listened, one, uh, I had a girl, <clears throat> she messaged me. I just get all these messages, right? But she messaged me and she was like, I, w- I was watching her page and she was in the gym and I'm like, you know, I, I congratulate everybody in the gym. I don't care if you're my program or not. And I'm like, you know what? Keep going. You know, you're doing good. I don't, I don't really know you, but I see that you're putting in work, which is great. So she messaged me back and she was like, yeah, man, just nine months ago, I was an addict. Wow. You know, and I'm like, like what? She's like, yeah, like everything, you know, Coke, all these things. And now I love myself. Now I'm working out. And she looks great. Like, where I'm like, man, like, wow, you're doing good. And it's like, because she started realizing that she had to have love of herself. Mm. And what was it that you're avoiding before? Something was troubling you. And then she realized, I, and I asked her, I said, what made you change? Like, what made you want to stop doing what you're doing? And she said, I wanted to be here for my kids. Right? That's important to me. And then as I, as I thought about being there for my kids, I thought about what's the best version of me for my kids. Mm. That's self-love. Knowing that you need to be the best individual you can be so now that they can get the best you. <clears throat> so you've got to continuously be working on yourself. You've got to continuously be showing self-love to yourself. Because when you can show self-love, you got an abundance of self-love so much that it's overflowing. You can give it to someone else. Exactly. So, Jay, you mentioned something earlier. You said people call me selfish sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right? Something along those lines. Yeah. People call you selfish because they see you loving yourself. And they can't equate that to self-love. They equate that to you. you you're being selfish, bro. Yeah. You're not, you're, not, you're not. You don't care about nobody. You just care about yourself. Now, my question is, when do you know that's true? And when do you know, nah, like, I ain't selfish. I'm just loving myself. Like, like how do you differentiate that? thing is, that's a good feeling, man. You got to know, right? When you're doing, you're going to the gym, you're saying nothing but positivity. You're trying to do nothing but positivity. Am I really I'm about everybody else? No, I'm not. You know, I just happen to love myself. Right? I'm not going to put myself down. I'm going to think I'm the greatest because then I can live up to it. Wherever your standard is or standard is or wherever the bar is, that's where you're going. If you say, I'm going to do this for the fundraiser and, you know, we've got a fundraiser event that's coming up. And someone said, well, the most that anybody's made is 170000 That's someone hit two mil. Now, someone could say you're arrogant. But I would say I'm focused. I'm determined. That 170000 is nothing. I'm getting two million. Right? But that's self-love, knowing that no matter what obstacle you face, that you love yourself and you're going to get through it. If I didn't have no self-love going through cancer, I wouldn't get through it. Mm-hmm. I had to believe in myself. Because no one, no one, yeah, they might believe in you, but you must believe in yourself. Way more. Way more. Way, way more. You know, the only reason they believe in you is because you believe in because yourself. Because you believe in yourself. You and, showed them. Exactly. So if you don't believe in yourself, why would anybody else? You must show self-love. And that's that Wi-Fi. For sure. Because when they see that confidence exuding from you, they want to be around you. He's the one. He's the one. He has it. He has the juice. I like that. 
He has the confidence. He got the juice. But when you're going in somewhere and you don't even feel you're confident, come on. Like, for example, today, and I'm going to try to keep short. I don't want to talk so much. But I went to the interview. Killed it. And <laughs> they're looking at me. I'm talking to him. It's He's funny him. because I went and listened to this podcast and said, I'm going to have an interview next week, right? And then next week came. So it just comes, right? So I'm talking to them. And I'm not, I'm not thinking, I'm here to impress you. I'm about to show you. I'm him. Yes, right? <laughs> so when you're talking to them and their eyes is bugging out because you're the inspiration. Bugging out. Right? I came here, I came here and gave you a talk. And, and I inspired you. Right? I inspired you. But inspired. How can you inspire someone else when you can't inspire yourself? Exactly. Think about that. Just think about that thing. Have you inspired yourself? Or have you ever been proud of yourself and said, damn, I killed that shit? If you can't say that, then why would anybody else? You must first impress yourself. You, When you look in the mirror, you're looking at yourself and say, I'm happy the man I am. And I wouldn't trade places with anybody. Someone said, you can trade place with any man in the world, would you? I said, no, hell no, because I love me. I love me. Yeah, I got flaws, but my flaws are beautiful. But I love me. And I think everybody should love themselves. Don't, don't, if I love myself, doesn't mean that you can't love yourself. No, no, if you love yourself and I'm hanging with you, that means I'm around the right company. Exactly. Right? Now you're rubbing off on me. I when I when I hang with you. 100% since this whole experience, since the podcast, I have started to love myself more. There's no question. Yeah. I'm sure both of you maybe can attest to this, right? I already did, but I might, it's increased like exponentially. Yeah, for sure. You were just telling me, you're like, I was listening to old Thrive Talks because mm-hmm. we did a, we did 30 days, you know, on Facebook. You can and, see progressively, we'll get it. We got better. Yeah. And, you know, he, he, Drew was like, you're, you're hard on yourself. You were hard on yourself, and and that's true because I came from you know whatever mentality that I I, I was so hard on myself till I'd I'd break down right, and now I see myself picking the pieces up, you know what I mean, letting the thoughts go, getting back on the bicycle and just pedaling right, and it don't matter, like you don't gotta compare yourself to anybody else, and I want to say one more thing because sometimes I've experienced this too. You don't know that last vision like you don't know okay i want to be this and that could change right but you don't know sometimes a person won't know and i brought this question up last time but all you gotta know is the next step that's it that's it you know what i mean okay guys i don't know but we're gonna do a podcast that's it that's it do the podcast you know okay i don't know i'm just gonna do this video do the video i guarantee you you keep doing that the universe will reciprocate it will reciprocate. You will take a step towards it and it'll take a hundred towards you. Just keep on moving. Sure. You talked about comparing. Sorry. Were you no, no, no. Go ahead. You talked about comparing. Uh, I think a lot of people, they, they measure themselves based on someone else. And it's like comparison is a thief of joy. That's, that's one thing I learned a long time ago. As soon as you do that, you took yourself right out, out, out the game. And I'll tell you this, self-love, I, I, it's not just a weapon, it's a tool, and it saved my life. Um, I was adopted, as you guys know, and every time I tried to connect with somebody, whether it's a female or a friend, it would always end with conflict or something. And I had to start thinking, like, is it me? Because this keeps the patterns the same. Wherever I go, that pattern is still with me. 
I thought it was them and maybe they did have flaws, but still, as I move forward with different people, the pattern continues. So I got to start looking at, okay, it's probably me. So why is it me? So when I started looking into that, I always felt like I was unwanted as a kid. Mm. And that is a feeling that was embedded in me because my mother gave me away. Mm-hmm. And I had to learn that. And then when you have your mom raise you and then she passes, <coughs> I, I've talked about this with you guys before, but the world hasn't heard. But, um, you know, there's a void. And now you're trying to fill this void with, with different women. And basically, I was getting in relationships with these women, and, and I, I had expect, wild expectations of them without telling them. I wanted them to do things like, like, mommy me, like, take care of me, cook for me, do this, do that. And I'm wondering, I don't really need that shit. <laughs> Yo, soon enough, they're going to make memes out this whole oh, thing. Yeah, they might. They might. <laughs> they might. Hey, that's all good. Hey, every, every dude out there has been mommy before, so it don't matter. <laughs> oh, man. T-shirt coming soon. <laughs> mommy me. Let's go. Mommy me. <laughs> got, got some Mexican yeah. chick on the T-shirt. <laughs> um, but I had to go through this process in my mind to figure out the source. You know, is, is it really... Like when we break up, I had a problem like I'm trying to save it. I'm trying to Mm, fix it. I'm trying to get it it back. I didn't want to let it go. Mm. And what it was, was I had a tremendous fear of a loss of connection because that's what was was given to me. So when I started facing that, it became very easy. Okay. Uh, I see what's going on here. I can pretty much see where this is going to go. If I stay with you, the only way that this is going to work out is if I shut my mouth and allow you to walk all over me and I'm never going to do that again. So now I could just let you go. I'll kick you out the door. I've kicked a few women out of my house. Like that's self-love. Joining this podcast, self-love, because this is something I can add to my table that is only going to, it's going to feed the beast, man. It's going to give me exactly what I need to keep that going. And like I said, when someone has self-love, they glow. You glow, my friend. You glow. I know I glow. I don't even need you guys to tell me. Like It's just the way it is. But everything that we do, you could tell that it's based off of self-love in some way, shape, or form. Um, And before, I'm with Jay on this. I don't want to hear myself talk too much, but I do want to share one thing. It's a powerful story about Bruce Bryan. Bruce Bryan went to prison wrongfully for 30 years. And he finally got vindicated through the... um, the program that helps people get out of the get out of prison that shouldn't have been there. But he was on Joe Rogan podcast not long ago. And let me tell you, not many podcasts I watch and I'm crying. That shit was, it was uh, unbelievable. It touched my in the heart and I learned a lot from that man. And I, I advise all you guys and everybody out there in the world to watch it. But Bruce Bryan, he went into prison and he asked himself a crucial question. Mind you, he went through hell in there and he survived and saw a lot of bad things and a lot of things that challenge his mind every day to quit. And he didn't. And you can make the case, although he didn't mention it, that self-love was the driver of that whole thing. He asked himself one crucial question when he came in. They want me to serve time. How can I make time serve me? And when he said that, my, it's like my time stopped for me. It's like, boom. And I watched him continue to say, he said, I walked into a prison cell and I saw an office. So he said, there's a library here. I have access to information. Okay. I'm going to put those books in the office and I'm going to get started. And he went on a 30 year journey, educating himself, putting himself in a position to actually 
be able to fight for himself and and find the resources to get to the guy that ended up getting him out. But the thing, if you think about that, it doesn't matter your destination, mm. where you're at in your brain. I was in the hospital, same thing. Mm. 30 days, isolated, maybe Beautiful. five, six weeks, isolated. Couldn't talk to nobody. In the worst state, I was the most happy. Mm. That's powerful, man. Because I was at home. Yeah. You're in the hospital, no, I'm at home. Right, this is where I'm going to study. This is where I'm going to reboot. This is where I'm going to put the files back into my damn computer. Right. So I'm going to visualize. This is where it's at. This is where it starts. I need to be in isolation. I need to be away from people right now so I can focus on what I need to focus on, which is me. Mm. When I was around other people, there was distractions. So even though I still love myself, but they were in my way, I had to really analyze and say, who am I? And the, are you happy with who you are? And if you're not happy with you, who you are, just go there and be who you want to be. Mm. Mm. That's all you got to do. It's not that hard. Every day you get a decision whether who you want to be. You could be the nicest guy one day and the meanest guy the next. That's a choice. Everything you're doing in life is a choice. You chose to come to the podcast because you could have chose to skip out on it. It's a choice. You're choosing your love. You're choosing how you treat people. And how you treat people is a direct reflection of yourself. Mm. If you're putting people down, well, you probably put yourself down. If you're getting angry very easily, well, you're probably getting angry at yourself. It starts with you. I've never seen someone that treated themselves with the ultimate respect, disrespect others. Right. They had no need to. Because mm. they don't know where it even where it mm. starts. That's beautiful. But I've seen people that put themselves down and then put someone else down because who you think you are thinking you're, that you got love for yourself because mm. I don't have love for me, so you shouldn't either. Mm. That's where the stuff self-love comes from, self. So I can identify when a guy went to the, the gym, went to prison and he was in there for 30 years because that doesn't define me. There's a number, reason why I started even looking at the podcast, I started watching this, this other podcast. Million dollars worth of game. Mm. And the man served 20 years in prison. 20 years. Is that Wallow? Yeah, Wallow. At 17 years old, he went to prison for 20 years. Got out 37. Seven years later, it's like he wasn't even in there. You know, it's so crazy you're saying this because I just seen a video of him today. Wallow's in his red Ferrari. And Gilly, right? Mm -hmm. Gilly's just hyping him up. He's like, you know, lines are rah, rah, rah. He just, he just like, he's like, this man was in prison like a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And now look at him. Now look what he did. 20 years of being in prison, locked up, but not feeling sorry for yourself. Yeah. Studying and learning the craft. Because like he said, I'm not going to serve time. Time's going to serve me. So that means I'm going to use this. As an educational purpose, I've got 20 years to watch when I hit the streets. So his whole thing is, and I identified it because mm -hmm. I identified it just like with me. I said, pre-cancer and after cancer. What do I do? How in the heck can this man, after being diagnosed, and this is the story that I wanted to be told because I was telling myself this. How can this man have cancer, get out, and lap us? Mm. And lap us again. 
in Lapis again. And in three, four, five years, he did more stuff than we did in 25 years. Because then you just realize who you are. And you're not going to realize who you are if you don't have self-love. You're going to say, man, even the time that I wasted, so what? I learned. I learned. And this is the time now. We, this is the time now. Because everything I learned was a lesson. To get me here. To get me here. Lessons upon lessons equals blessings. Mm. So each lesson that you go through, and I knew self-love because I'm like, the story that I got, if, there must be some blessings behind these lessons because I took a lot of them. So I'm like, that's where the self-love comes <clears throat> in and say, you know what? I love myself. I might not love where I'm at at this moment. But I still love me, and I know I'm going to get there. So it's the progression. You've got to start loving yourself a little bit more daily. And then one last thing, they talk about loving your spells, making them happy. Do you make yourself happy? Because mm -hmm. when you make yourself happy, your spells will then be happy. Because your energy will be so positive, it's going to wear off on her or wear off on him. That's a massive point. Uh, I was at a wedding event yesterday and one of my friends was giving me pointers on how to deal with women. And I was like, bro, like <laughs> this is the wrong conversation, right? You got to deal with yourself, right? Because he's probably had so many experiences as I'm sure we all have had at, at, a point, at a one point or another where we're like, overextending ourselves mm. and we're not receiving what we're putting out, right? But the point is to start putting all that energy that you're putting into them and into the world and thinking it's going to serve you to not just take that energy and pour it back into yourself. Mm -hmm. And this makes you make a great point, Jay, because that's that's everything like to actually start loving yourself to the point where people are attracted to who you are. Yes. Right. Rather yes. than rather than, you know, try to pour into them and expect them to be something. But the thing is, too, when you love yourself. You're willing to be yourself. Yes. So think about that. You are yourself. You're not a facade. You're not trying to be someone else. Because when they love you, who are they loving? Are they loving the real you? Or are they loving the fake you? <sighs> because all of a sudden, sometimes, now Drew's coming back. Now Drew is saying, I don't want to do this no more. So what do the friends really love? They love the downgraded version of you mm -hmm. they don't like the, the upgraded. upgraded version of you because they weren't willing to upgrade with because me. they weren't willing to upgrade with you iphone 14 and iphone 4 is a big difference <laughs> it's a huge it's a huge difference right uh, it's, a, it's a huge difference so when you see someone elevating <laughs> when you're not elevating you feel kind of left out. And it's like, I don't care if you're my friend, but you're going to love me for who I am, the true, authentic me. So if I tell you, no, I'm not doing that, and you don't love it, well, then you don't love me. Mm. Because I should love everything about, about you. You should love everything about me. Whatever I do, you should love, especially if it's positive. It's like, yeah, man, keep going. Your real friend's like, yeah, keep going. I see you. Keep going. Exactly. Then you got the fake ones that don't love themselves. Oh, man, who you think he is, man? 
who you think he is. I remember him when he was doing this, and I remember, because you don't love yourself. Focus on yourself. See, when someone says, you know, you're arrogant, I've heard conceited, I'm conceited. Um, I, I, I've, I figured out that self-love is, is, is like a shield. I don't even hear that shit. I don't entertain it. If that's what you think, I'm looking at it like, okay, well, I'll pass you by one day and you'll know exactly what the fuck I've been doing. You know what I mean? So uh, you can't give your emotion into what these people say about anything. And um, you got to make sure that they're not in your corner because you can't have someone who is faking their way through trying to pretend that they love themselves, trying to pretend that they blend in with what you're doing. And the whole time they don't. But look, I'm it's going to come out. I'm going to give you a great analogy. Let's talk. <laughs> now imagine you're a boxer. Yep. You go in the middle of the ring. You fight your round. You go back to your corner. But your corner man is really for the opposing fighter. So he's giving you wrong information, the bad information. So you go out there and get your head knocked off. But you think he's in, he's, you think he is in your corner. This is what some friends are. Yeah. So supposed friends, they're encouraging you to do the wrong thing. And then when you go get your head knocked off, they're actually secretly laughing. You know what? Yeah. You were screwing up. I told you you wasn't going to do this. So sometimes you got to avoid your corner. Or sometimes you might have to change your trainer. Yep. Because guess what, guys? You were a good trainer at the time, but you're not a good one for me now. And we all go our own direction, but you must know who you are. A lot of people, they don't even know who they are. That's why they fall for anything. They'll take anything. They'll take the scraps. They'll take anything because you don't have a love, love that's overflowing within yourself. I know damn well, even if no one loved me, I know who will, me. Because I'll look in the mirror and say, you the man. And even though that they don't think you are, so what? It's about what I think I am. Like I told Big, I said, when we put videos on Instagram, I don't give a damn who likes it. No. As long as I do. Mm -hmm. As long as you do. Because that's your work. Who cares if a million people like your work, but you don't? Facade. It's a facade. I'd rather a million people not like my work and I like it than have one million people like it. Yeah, it's like built on a shaky foundation. I see people like you got a million people reacting to you regardless. So who's in the best position? Exactly. You or them. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so, uh, just to go off what you said about the boxing thing, self-love, like I said, it's a shield. So you, it, you, it's about making adjustments on the fly. So, okay, got my head knocked off because I got bad information from my trainer. I see what's happening here. And just being able to see that. And make adjustments to not listen and defy your corner and go out there and win this fight. That is self-love. That is you make, realizing, man, they're not for me. I got to be for me. Okay, I'm stepping up. And now my eyes are wide open. And see, that's where I say it's a shield. It can really help you avoid the BS. You're going by your own intuition. Mm -hmm. I listen to myself. If I see something that I don't think is right... I'm not going with it because I know something. Like, why, why am I getting this intuition? For no reason? No, it's for something. It's for some reason. I don't know what it's for. Maybe it's just to keep my eyes open. Maybe they wrote clothes. Maybe I just, maybe they keep them open. No, nothing's going on, but just watch yourself. A person that practices self-love on a daily basis trusts their instincts. 
period. Sometimes your instincts are wrong. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Right? But you will never know if they're right or wrong until you act on your instincts. I truly believe the people that are for you are going to be there for you regardless. So act on your instincts. Ask, ask the question. Say the thing on your mind. Because once it's out, it's out. You leave it in, it can fester. Right? So make sure you're communicating to be the authentic you. And you may not be right 100% of the time. And that's okay. That's the point. It's trial and error. We tried this podcast a lot of times before we got here. Mm-hmm. And we're going to try it even more. And you're going to see these progressions. It's going to be progressing over and over again because we're always going to act. And then we're going to, you know, see what works, see what didn't work. I listened on the way here. I was like, man, I say it right a lot. I say it way too much. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and I was, <laughs> I, was, I was like, I ain't going to do that no more. And when I heard, um, I'm like, hmm, got to tighten up the bolts a little mm-hmm. bit there too. Uh, I was about to do it again. <laughs> but this is just my progression into, into, you know, being a better podcaster, being a better communicator, being a better host. But imagine if you never would have started. I would never be here. You wouldn't have never known that you do these things. And you listen to it like, okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? When I was in the hospital, I had constant reflection. Why am I doing what I'm doing? And I and I reflected. You feel you got thirty. You got thirty days. You got nothing to do. You you're gonna reflect a lot on your life. You seen when you was a child, through when you was an adult, through everything. You're saying, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why do I do the things I like to do? Why are the things I don't like to do? It's reflection, and it's not that I'm beating myself up. I said because I love myself, I can do it better. That's where my self love came. I know I can do it better than what I'm doing right now. I'm not doing it at the highest level. So I don't love myself, not to the certain extent that I need to love myself because I'm not doing it to the highest level. When someone's doing stuff at the highest level of their best ability, they love themselves. Yes. They have standards. Why are people afraid to be wrong? I'm asking this question as a person that has been afraid to be wrong and thus it stopped me from growing in the in the right direction. I uh, I can answer that from my personal experience. For me personally, it was always all I don't want to be exposed. I don't want people to view me that way. I don't want to be seen as weak. I don't want to be seen as a guy that's not reliable. Can't go to him. So I would like put on like this this act to to kind of play along, but what happens with that is the wheels end up falling off. So you end up you're going to end up being embarrassed even more than you would have if you'd have just came out and admitted it. So you got to be comfortable that hey, I'm this ain't me. It's not my thing. I can't I can't do this. Like it's not for me or whatever. You got to be comfortable admitting that, you know, when you're wrong or whatever. And uh I think a lot of people they they find they have like this little internal war within themselves. It's so difficult for them to just admit that they're out of pocket. And it's like, yeah, bro, like that's actually going to help you grow if you admit it. See the thing is it's weird because <sighs> When you're wrong, there's no justification. Mm. Right. You can't say, you know, I was wrong, but this is right. Because people say but a lot, right? Yeah. I was wrong, lot. but <laughs> this is why I did. They feel like they have to. Right? Like it's like they can't just say they're just wrong. But it's you're trying to protect yourself. Right. That's what I'm saying. So you yeah. say in one in one part, I was wrong, but this is why. I did yeah. This. Yeah. And it ruins it even and more. It just ruined it. It's like, <laughs> it's an excuse. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, come on, bro. Like, what are you doing? Right? Just own it. Like, it's like, 
You made me do this. It's like right? he was about to own it, and then he screwed that. No, shot. no, and, and that's a lot. Like people, they're gonna start. They're gonna own it, and then they flip it back on the person. And it's like you know what? At the end of the day, man, what I learned is, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll say, I say, you know what? I apologize, and there's no explanation for my behavior. And even if I didn't know, it's still wrong. Like because sometimes, not knowing, and you did something wrong. But you can, ex- you can explain it. It's like, well, because I didn't know. Right? And that's cool. But a real man or a real woman or whoever, they're going to say, you know, I'm wrong. And if I did anything to offend you, I'm sorry. And me, even if I didn't know, there's no excuse. Because that's my job to find out. You got to start owning it. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. Yeah. Because you got to eat that. It's humbling. Right? It's like, I, can't, I couldn't turn it back around on them. I just actually admitted I was wrong, and then I left that at what it was. Instead of saying, but I did this, but I did this because of this. No one cares why you did it. You did it. You know what I mean? You did it. And it's yeah. like that person's, you got to look into the, when you apologize to someone, you got to look into that person's feelings. You got to be around people that know it's okay to be wrong. Sure. Right? If you're being wrong for whatever reason and people are attacking you over it and they're 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 like mm. you know they're really just beating you beating you over the head with it something's not working bro something's not working because i want to be around people that make it okay to be wrong and then i got the pen exactly and i get to rewrite my story i right? tell people this i'll apologize mm-hmm. once but i won't do it twice that's it i apologize not gonna keep apologizing. No, I'm not gonna apologize next next week about the situation that happened because I already apologized once. And even if I apologize multiple times, it doesn't mean I change my behavior. I'll apologize one time. I say it will not happen again. I'm telling you right now. And judge me by my actions, not by my words. Exactly. Because a lot of people say sorry, but they're not sorry. They're sorry that they got caught. It becomes a habit. There's a difference. You know, they, like some people just say sorry all the time. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. They, they have no, they ain't no issues saying sorry, man. Canadians. I'm, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But they never change. I'd rather someone say, you know what, I apologize and it just and won't happen again. And adjust. That's fine. But saying sorry, sorry, sorry again, are you really sorry? Because you keep saying the same story again. Mm. Right? We don't want to have that happen. You know, I, I tell people, I say, I'm nowhere near perfect. Yeah. And that's what makes me perfect because I don't care. I'll say it to you. I say, man, I'm not perfect at all. I make mistakes, but I'll own up to them. It's, it's a beautiful thing because, Drew, you just mentioned you're like, when I started loving myself, people started dipping. Like, yep. They just, they're not there no more. I just had a, like, a realization. I'm like, that solitude is the next level. Because in that solitude, you are actually molding yourself into the next evolution of who you will be. And now the new people will be attracted. But you have to go through that sacrifice. I know, But the thing is, it's like this, sorry to interrupt, but isolation. Isolation means growth. Are you really sorry? I'm gonna do it again. (laughs) Everybody gets one. (laughs) But but when you're talking about isolation, that's when you're gonna get your growth. Absolutely. Because you're gonna start now being not being distracted by everybody else and you gotta deal with yourself. Just like you isolate your muscles. Yes. 
right? Everything is when you start isolating and you start getting away from the pack, it's going to give you thoughts saying, why am I doing what I'm doing? Am I doing it because there's a lot of traffic going on or am I doing it because I just want to? So if you think about, just think about this, when do you get the best thoughts? Consolation. Okay. But if you're, I'm going to give you two examples. You're driving, you're driving your car from home from work. There's a lot of cars on the road, a lot of traffic. Or opposed to you're driving to work, but no one's on the road. Where are you going to think the most? The traffic or by yourself? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Because you have time to think. You don't have to worry about when you're driving this traffic, you don't think about anything. You just think, oh, man, this guy's in my way. Like your, your whole thought process is on what's out there in the environment. When you're driving by yourself, that's why when you take long drives or long walks, there's no coincidence that you start getting the best thoughts. Because you don't not you don't have any roadblocks, you don't have any obstacles. You're seeing straight. You're like, okay, yeah, man. Like you're just walking and you're just in a relaxed state of mind. So you actually, when someone goes to prison, if they use it properly, it could elevate you. Yeah. Because you have no distractions. Like sometimes people, when they get out of jail, it's worse for them out than in. Yes. Because it's like now what? I can't control myself. Before. I had a regimen. I wake up, I eat at a certain time, I go to bed at a certain time, and they and they can function. And now you're on the world where you can eat whenever you want, you get up when you mm-hmm. want, you interact with people that may not be in the right mind frame or mindset. Mm-hmm. Same thing happens with guys that leave the military. Same mm-hmm. thing. And, and same thing happens with the people that make so much money. Like I heard uh, a gentleman, I don't know who it was, but he said the journey to actually make it to the top was everything because once you're up there there's nothing to do but just tear yourself back down if you look at it like this i was listening to one and i said and he brought up military brought something to my brain they said you notice when people are in the military they don't have any post-traumatic disorder mm-hmm. no stress it's because they have a purpose right when you have no purpose you, you just go anywhere but they have a purpose and they know their purpose when they're there. This is what we're assigned to do. Let's do it. Now, when they get out, there is no purpose. Wow. Right? Your mind is going to go wherever it's going to go when you have no purpose. An idle mind is the devil's playground. For sure. Bam. And that's the truth. Right? All these things that we listen to, we just. It's for a reason. It just goes in one and out. We don't understand what the whole, what it, what it really means. Think about it. Every time we hear a quote, what does it really mean? Yeah. You just say it. People say all these cliches all the time. What does it really mean? <coughs> so when you're, when you're, I looked at it like this. In life, if you have no purpose, you're in trouble. Like your purpose may be to raise your kids to the best ability. You can't. That's still a purpose. Like that one girl that was on drugs, her purpose was I need to be the mother for my children. So that in itself gave her the strength to keep going. Imagine she didn't have those kids. She's done. She doesn't have any purpose. And that purpose might have changed as you go. Your purpose might be like, I'm going to build myself up in the gym because of whatever these guys are talking crap about me, they're teasing me, whatever. That may have been the purpose you came in. 
But then you started getting another purpose. You're like, you know what? I started doing this. I started getting, like, my mental started improving. Man, my relationship started improving. Yeah. My love started improving myself. So you initially went in with one purpose, and it led to another purpose. I didn't know that when I got diagnosed with cancer that I seen something like this, but I didn't know with who. And then as I started saying, you know what? Purpose is this. My purpose is to bring enlightenment to the people that are hurt. My purpose is all those things. And I don't know how I'm going to get there, but I'm going to get there. My purpose was at the beginning to bring awareness to cancer and to be a motivator. And that's what it drives me. So whatever I do now, it must align with that because that was my initial thing. Mm-hmm. Now, whether it's podcasting, whether it's doing a big event, whether it's teaching, I don't care how, which, how you do it. You're just doing it. The purpose is that. Someone's purpose may be kids. It may be purpose. I want to change the world in this way. Go with it because that purpose is going to make you want to live. If I didn't have no purpose right now, well, I got cancer, man. It's whatever. I'm just throwing a towel. Right? Matter if I had no kids, no nothing to go for. Who cares, man? There's one less person on this world, mm. in this world. But I know I have a place and I have a position. And I know I must fill it. You know, if that quarterback's telling me to run a route, I better run that route. Mm. If that guy, if that guy's telling me to cut, then I need to cut on the basketball court. I have a purpose. And when you feel like you have a purpose, you don't want to let no one down. And the most person, most important person you don't want to let down is you. That's what the self-love is. Loving what you do and loving what you're going to become. And then that love is going to be shared with others. Damn. So I have one last question for both of you gentlemen. They always say it's important to fill your, fill your cup first. And then you'll have enough for the people around you. What does this mean to you? I'll start. I just, I just feel your cup is an abundance of love. Abundance. You don't have enough in your cup. You can't fill nobody else's. There's been years where my cup was probably dry as hell. I was trying to pour it on someone else. But in the meantime, I was hurting myself. Because I thought, you know what, man, this kid needs it. No, I need it too. Repair yourself before you try to take on the job of repairing someone else. Mm-hmm. Because you're not right. Because you're not even going to give the right advice. That's the whole thing. If you're not pouring love into you, how are you going to know what love is? Oh, this girl doesn't show me no love. What? You don't show yourself love. You don't even know what it is. Right? Mm-hmm. Love is a great feeling. Love is being appreciated. Love is being acknowledged. Love is these things. Yeah. That's love. So if you don't love yourself and you don't pour it into your cup, how in the hell are you pouring into somebody else's? Don't fear no outcome either. There's no one right way it has to go. If the person leaves your life, they leave your life. It's okay. Get back on the horse and get back to working on yourself. There's no one right destined way. You don't have that knowledge in front of you. If it happened, it happened for a reason. Everything you went through, Jay, brought you here. It's what's actually fueling you, right? You ran that route. You got hit with death. You got hit with cancer. But now you're taking that and you're flipping it. 
you're making time serve you. And that's beautiful. And Drew, everything you went through with your mother, with your kids, with family, it's it's serving you. So there's no one right way this this was supposed to go. Mm-hmm. I just know we're here and I'm gonna make the best out of today. And if something happens, I know what my mission is. I know what I'm here to do, and I gotta keep doing that. And we all gotta know that. We all gotta think like that. And the thing is, you know, it's rough. No, but good. the thing is when you have a mission. It don't damn well matter who's in the way. The assignment remains the same. Because you know what you need to do. Right? Your mission is your mission. Your mission is going to inspire you and motivate you when people are doubting you. It's been plenty of times where I was probably doubted, even going through this. Oh, what does this guy think he's going to do? I'm going to show you what I'm going to do. Show you. Right? Because that, when you have that mission, you know you need to fulfill it. That mission was from, from God. That was a mission that was supposed to be taken on and overcome and shown and helped others. You can't stop. You got to have something so big that you're chasing. And when people get in your way, it doesn't matter because they're going to get in your way. Mm-hmm. What, do you, what do you say, Jay, all the time? Chase. No. Don't chase. Set the pace. Right. Let's go. So <laughs> when you think about these situations and you're looking at something, and you know you got to fulfill it. You're going to be the best version of you because you have something to go for. It's like that same child. Say if a mother and her child is stuck underneath that car. And that purpose is to get that damn car off that off, off her child. I'll tell you one thing. She's going to get it off. I'm just going to let you know, Jay. I, I, I took that line, bro. I let you know that that kid, that kid yesterday with the wedding. I was like, "Don't chase, set the pace." He's like, "Boy, you dropping bars." <laughs> uh, man, shout out Nick, man. You know this is the guy right here, man. It's all stolen, man. He's <laughs> still no, for everybody. <laughs> it's all a remix, man. It's all a little little sample action, man. A little sample action. You mentioned something earlier about when people leave you, you know, get back on the horse. Yeah. And when we're tying this back into self-love, I never fell off the horse to begin with. Mm. And that's the point. Mm. You have to make sure that you're stable. And when these people, these outside forces come and mess with your shit, that if you're basing all your feelings and your reactions, which is the most important, on self-love, you'll never, ever be off the horse to begin with. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I want people to take away from this. And uh, yeah, self-love runs a, runs, a, runs a show, man. Self-love. Just do something every day that builds yourself up. Are you going to be all self-love? Are you going to have no love and then you're going to have all kinds of self-love the next day? Probably not. That's not realistic. Everything is progression. Do one thing that, that you're proud of and pleased of and you can show it off and say, you know what? Guys, you know, I worked out today. Great job. I know when I first started working out, not even first when I work out, but when I'm working out in a good groove, I'm sharing my experience with others. Saying, yo, you worked out? Yeah, I got it in too. Yeah, I got it in too. We're not saying, oh man, you worked out. What are you doing? Hmm. Right? We're sharing those good feelings with, with each other. Saying, yo, bro, you got it? Yeah, I got it too. All right. Cool. That's how you build the self-love. You, you surround yourself with individuals that love themselves first, too. Because they'll recognize it. Like, yeah, you're supposed to love yourself. I tell people, I think I am the greatest. But I also think you are the greatest as well. That's the funny thing. 
but you don't even realize you're the greatest. And you're sitting there looking at me because I have the nerve to say I'm the greatest. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm the greatest because why am I not? I'm the greatest me of all time. I didn't say I'm the greatest person of all time because that's the comparison. That's when you're talking about the you know, thief comparison is the thief of joy. I'm saying I'm the greatest me of all time. And that's what I have to live up to. Mm. And just to break down for people that saying comparison is a thief of joy. If I'm comparing myself to Jay and all of his accomplishments and the things that he's doing, I'm robbing myself of what he can teach me, of what I can take from his impact being around me. So that's that's what we're saying. Um, I was going to say something else. I'm, you, no, it's you. I was about to say the same thing, which is wild. But comparison is the thief of joy, and it's your journey. It's your journey. It's your journey. It's not no one else's journey. Just compare yourself to yourself from yesterday mm-hmm. and keep striving to be better. There's no one right way it was supposed to go. Keep moving. Bro, and, thrive. And what's funny is when we talk about, even when we're talking about transformations and stuff, I never put another character up on the wall. Put up me. Put up me with a cape. That's that's you, bro. You gonna chase that? Can you be? Think about this question, guys. Can you be the best you that you could ever be? That's the challenge. Because God doesn't want you to be anybody else but yourself. Can you be the best you? If you said if everything went right, what would I look like? What would I wear? What would I where would I drive? How are my relationships with people are? And if you can be the best you, then what do you worry about? Mm-hmm. Be the best you. I don't never challenge myself against someone else because they might be underneath or they might be above. And if they're underneath, now I lower my standards because I'm just competing with him. Oh, I'm just better than him. He might nowhere be nowhere the, near the level of me. You got to actually challenge yourself and say, how can I get better? I never thought about how can I get someone else? How can I get better? What the heck do I need to do? That's why I tell Big, I said, every single time, I'm like, 99% diet? Can I get to 99.9? Can I get to 100? Can I get to it? You know, I actually sit there and think in my head, can I really get to 100%? 101? Right? How can I? That's the challenge. And even if it's inevitable, at least dare to try. Bro, what? What else are we gonna do? Take Straight take up. take shots in the dark just to hear the gun go off. Right. What what else? We, the thing. Is, <laughs> the thing is, stole that too. The thing, <laughs> the thing is, if you think about it, it is, time's going by regardless. Facts. So you might as well use it. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I went to the gym and I went with uh Chris. What's his last name? I can't say his last name. Chris, who? You know, Chris. that went to school with you. Uh, shoot Played football, drawing a ball. Oh, Chris Rubicama. Yeah, yeah, I can't say that. Shout out, shout out to Chris. Chris, right? <laughs> but he said, he said, do you ever cheat? He said, do you ever eat a cheat meal? So why would I? Am I gonna cheat? <laughs> <laughs> why would, I'm cheating myself, right? Yeah. So even thinking about a cheat meal is making me cheat. No, I want, I want excellence. I've done cheating. I had cheat meals. I had plenty. Now it's time to lock in and, and see really where you can push it to, mm. how great you can be. I don't want no damn cheat meal. My cheat meal is like, I feel bad. I'm eating chicken and broccoli. My, my, cheat my potato salad. 
Yeah, that was that, and that was the little cheat. It's funny because I was confused. He he asked for potato. I was like, "Can you eat that?" He's like, "No, you can't." Eat that. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Difference. Right? We all we all in different areas, right? He's like, "You see my shit? I can eat right? whatever the." Fuck. <laughs> so if you think about it, this see, and this is this is a classic example. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, because other people are eating off of somebody else's goals. Very true. Well. Since they eat that, then I can eat that. No, no, no. They can eat that because that's because they put the working. That's their goals and that's mm. their lane. And you might have caught them out that one day. Actually, so funny. I, I met my boy Hoos at Costco. Guys running competing for the Iron Man, mm. and he's sitting there. He's he's about to have a hot dog, right? He's like, I love this hot dog, bro. <laughs> right? Shout out to Kirkland. Yeah, yeah. He's like, man, it's hot. Every time I get in here, I have this hot dog, bro. It's like, I don't know. I don't know why. He might only go there like once every three months. I don't know. But if I just take that knowledge, be like, he's having it. I should have it, dude. Whatever. I'm messing myself up big time because he's competing. He's training like a lot, right? And I can't, I can't do what he does. I got to compare myself to myself. And this is a big lesson both yep. of you guys brought up. Man in the mirror. Stay in your own lane. Run your own race in your oh, own lane. Man. Shout out Nipsey, man. Stay in your own lane. Right. There's no traffic in your lane, like You, you got to stay in your own lane. When you get to watching everybody else, I tell people all the time, stop looking at someone else's paper because they may have wrong answers. And the thing is, say if you're in a test, all three of us are in a test. For example, I got one test. You got another test. We got another test. I'm looking at your answers. One is B. One is two is C. Three is whatever. I copy your answers. Well, guess what? We got different tests. So even though I got the same answers as you, we're not in the same damn race. You don't understand that. Right. We got different tests. And that's what people are doing. That's why I tell people, keep your eyes on your own damn paper. Because you don't know what questions are there. You're just looking at the answers. But what are the questions? Your question may be different than me. You may be like, oh, he doesn't do squats. But there may be a reason why he's not doing squats. Because he may be having an injury that he can't do squats. So you're like, well, he doesn't do squats. No, he's not doing squats because of a certain reason. It's not because if he was totally healthy, he might be doing those squats. So don't even watch what other people are doing. Watch what you're doing. And then try. At the end of your life, what you want to be, because I, you know, when you get cancer and stuff, you think about the end of your life. And then you work your way backwards. What the heck do I want to be known as? That's it. Who am I? Did I maximize my life? You're not going to go past Wayne. Did you maximize his life? No, what the hell did you do with yours? Did you do what you're supposed to do with the talent that you were given? Don't worry about the next man. Worry about you. And if you sit, you can say, you know what? Every last ounce of energy and talent I drain that shit. Well, that's a life worth living. Mm. Okay, guys. That's another episode of Thrive Talks. That was self-love. We got Jermaine. We got Drew. We got Bikram. And we'll be back next week, Thursday. Peace. Peace. Love y'all.